Welcome to the Hypersloth Happy Hour with your hosts, Zigzag and Rufus. Coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smoke and Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hypersloth Happy Hour. Hello, callers. Hey. Hello, Tuesday night. Man. How are you, Rufus? It's been so long. I'm good. It's been so long since we did a Tuesday show. I forgot to change the uh, intro so it didn't talk about the weekend. Now we're oh, that's depressed. all right. That Every day a is a weekend when you're uh, chilling with the zizzle in the roof. That's for sure. This is true. They should just change the name of Tuesdays to Fridays, as far as I'm concerned. It would be the second, the first Friday of the of the week. <laughs> That's right. There should be two Fridays every goddamn week, and then two Saturdays and Sundays. What would that leave? One, two, three, four, five. They'd leave one work day. Awesome. Awesome. That would work for people. I'm sure people would appreciate when we do that. I always slack off on Friday, so I don't count Fridays as a work day. And I'm going to be honest with you, I don't really count a Monday as a work day. So we're already down to three days a week. And Thursday is like Friday Eve, so I kind of take off around noon. Well, and Wednesday afternoon is just kind of like hump day. You know, you've been humping it for like a day so far. You might as well just kind of slack off on Wednesday afternoon and, and do something. That's right. You put in at least one full day of work. It's time to take a break. <laughs> you know what? The deal is you put in one full day a week of work. I put. I like to say this. I put in a hard eight hours over the course of a 40-hour work week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the the soul is more than the sum of its parts. Or right, I mean... Works. I've never really understood that. I can't imagine if I actually had someone overseeing me how much work I could probably get done. But since I work for myself, uh, I, I, I end up doing this, Rufus. I'll slack off for a long time, and then I'll pull, like, four all-nighters and get, like, Six weeks worth of work done in like three days. Wow. See, my, my routine is I, I wake up bright and early and I get some work done. Then I lose complete and other interest by about 11. And then I don't do anything the rest of the day. And then about 5 o'clock, I'm like, God damn. So I start pounding beers and knocking shit out. <laughs> right. It's like, you know what? I just get it done so I can really, so the real drinking can start. That's right. I, I got about a, a four beer, like lead in. After that fourth beer, it's 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 too much. I can't work. See, my Not problem is, I get up, I get up at the crack of dawn, dude. I'm up at like six thirty. Problem is, I don't get out of bed until like one. <laughs> uh, 
So what it's do do? not that I'm not up early. It's just that uh, I, I do a lot of tossing and turning for about seven or eight hours. Well, I'm kind of in the same boat, except I inexplicably will wake up about two, and then I'm fucked the rest of the night. I'll toss and turn and just wait until I'll give up at seven. <laughs> what? Who's well, that? I guess I'm not sleeping. Was it Alexander the Great that, what was that, Winnie Weedy Weeky? Was that Alexander the Great? Who the came up with that? that thing? Was that him? Doesn't sound like, that doesn't sound like anything somebody great would say. Well, it's like, what does I, it mean? I came, I saw, I conquered, right? And oh, yeah, okay, okay. My motto in the morning is, I guess it would be Winnie Weedy Winnie, because I came, I saw, and then I came again, because I was just sitting in bed masturbating <laughs> instead of doing anything productive. <laughs> Is that right? So funny uh, when you're manhandling yourself and, you're, and a whole hour goes by. Yeah, you might want to get your blood flow checked if a whole hour goes by. Oh, it's hard. It's just, you know what, trying to trying to find the cum shot on 50 <laughs> different... Uh, horns on my phone one-handed it's just it just can't be done it can't be done quickly phones are not good for that period i mean that's why i've got double monitors in my office well what's funny is they used to say if you do it you'll go blind and now it's true because you'll go blind from looking at the porn on the on your tiny little phone screen you're squinting and you can zoom in you know if you do that reverse pinch thing on an iphone or whatever you can zoom in but then you you have to like shift it around. You can zoom in on one thing, but you miss something else, and you got to move it and shift. It. Okay, there's the right boob. Now I want to see the left boob too, and you can kind of get a little bit of the left boob in there. But yeah, iPhone masturbation is just pointless. I didn't know. Can you actually zoom in on a video? I did not know that. On oh, a video, I don't. I don't know. I I, I only uh, pleasure myself to to still pictures. Well done. Still pictures and hand drawings. <laughs> hand drawing. You're you were the original guy. You're the original anime guy. Uh, yeah. It's like the world wasn't perverted yeah. enough for you, so you had to create something that's like totally sick, where doe-eyed uh, Asian women get plowed by giant monsters with huge penises. You know what? I gotta say, dude, just the, the whole porn aspect aside, if there's one thing in this world I've never fucking understood the appeal of, it's anime. It seems like the artwork is fucking terrible, and the animation is, like, so fucking choppy. I don't... I don't... I just don't understand what people find in that. I don't get it. I'm, I'm convinced, dude, honestly, and I don't... I've never even watched any anime, but I've seen the ads, and I'm, I'm saying that that's about as close to as you can get to child porn... And probably not be locked up. This is true. Every anime character does look like a a preteen at most. A preteen wad gobbler, that's for sure, because they sure make some sick shit. I seriously, I can honestly say I've never seen one, but I do get mad now because I've noticed on uh, on some of the porn sites because I'm too cheap to pay for porn. That they have this pop up for like a porn game where you won't last. It says you won't last more than three minutes, which is probably true, sure. I would imagine. But I had an idea for a porn game video game, right? That you like could put in your PS4 or whatever, like 10 years ago. 
Where you just be like boning some chick yeah. and you like push the button faster and faster, or you know, if you if you're a chick, you're like jacking some dude off, or you push it really. I mean, I'm telling you, it would have sold a million fucking copies for sure. Man, don't hold me to it, but I think there was a game back in the day on the PC. I mean, like back in the '80s when everything was on DOS. That that was something like that. I can't imagine how long that would take to load from some floppy 5.25 disc. And you know it must have looked fantastic, too. (laughs) Remember those discs? Remember, like, the super soft floppy, like a serious floppy disc? I remember one time I saved up a ton of money, right, to get this, this game... For my Atari 800 computer, right? I was, I mean, I saved. I mean, games back then were. I mean, it seemed expensive. It's probably like 60 bucks or something. So I finally get this okay. game, right? And I'm playing it, and I get like through the first thing, okay? And then I push like mm-hmm. a combination of buttons on the computer, and it wipes out the whole fucking disc. Like after that, the disc was all oh zeros. It like God. reformatted the whole fucking disc. And I had no way to, like, I still wonder whatever happened with that game. I can remember right at the part where I was, I was, I had just, like, passed a bowl of gardenias. That's all I remember. It said, it was saying that it smells like gardenias. This is before, there was, like, no video to this game. Remember those games where you just, like, type in an answer and something happens? They were like those, they were like those books. I guess where you just like make up the ending by depending on which way you read. Yeah, yeah, I love those old games, man. Maybe somebody you don't remember the name of it. Somebody out there might know. Oh God, I don't. I really, really don't. I mean, it was it was a pretty juvenile game. I mean, it wasn't like Mist or any of those games. It wasn't like a like a what do you call those types of games? Dun- it wasn't like a Dungeons and Dragons game. It was like. Some kid was out to... Uh, you remember Encyclopedia Brown? Yeah, vaguely. Vaguely. All right. It was kind of like that kind of game where it's just like some 10-year-old kid's out to like solve some kind of crime. It was the original 48 Hours. Or first 48. With, with the 10-year-olds. Ten- 10-year-olds are the best crime solvers. And perpetrators. They are. You know why? Because their mind is not cluttered with paying bills. So they don't have to or, worry or about guilt. shit. Or, or, or uh, whacking off five or six times a day just to keep your blood pressure in check. Yeah, that's why people companies should hire 10-year-olds because they're not distracted by office politics or emotions or uh, ethics or wanting to masturbate all the time. Wow, really suck to be a 10-year-old. If you want to tell us about what was going on when you were 10 years old, call us up at 646-478-0616. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear about your 10-year-old masturbation, but it's not exactly the the way this show rolls. We just talk about our masturbation. You're not allowed to talk about your own. No, especially 10 years old. You know what? Speaking of uh, getting behind somebody... uh, Why is everybody saying that we like have to get behind Trump? I mean, I'm not going into the politics early, but I just keep hearing people saying, you got to get behind Trump. you got to get behind Trump. Trump, like, didn't get behind Obama. He was, like, the guy who had that birther movement, right? Wasn't that Trump? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't, I don't think you could pin that on the uh, 
at, at that level. I think when you talk about something like that, you're talking about individuals. And but what, what choice do you have? I mean, you can complain and bitch, but mm. you cannot get behind him. But what does that mean? Like, I'm not behind Trump, but what does that mean? I'm still just here doing my job. It's you know what it means. It's like you're supposed to like support everything that he agrees with because he's the fucking president or everything he does. You just like can't even question it now. Like I did, I send you that article. There is an article in my local newspaper, right? Where these two local teachers are going to like this woman's March the day after the inauguration. They're all marching on Washington DC. Right. And you would have thought that these two ladies were like Himmler and some other high up Nazi because the, all the comments were like, what the hell you people, you know, you just can't, you're special snowflakes. You can't accept the fact that Donald won the thing. I mean, it was like 400 comments long of people just telling these ladies how retarded they are for going to this March. It's nothing new, dude. It's nothing new. Granted, Trump is pretty much the worst we've seen, but the same thing happened with Obama Everybody who was against Obama, they couldn't be against him because you got to support. It's about the office. It's not about the man. You got to <laughs> right. support him. It's nothing new. It's just now the tables have turned. That's it. It's just annoying because I liked it when the table was the other way. And I'm not saying Obama well, yeah. was some great president or whatever. This is what I'm sick of, dude. What did he do that was so awful? It's like you turn on the TV. It's like the guy's a criminal. He should be in jail. And all kinds of shit like that. Well, the guy won two fucking Nobel <clears throat> Peace Prizes. You know what I mean? I, I don't. Well, I think turn on Fox News, maybe. <laughs> that one other. No, I'm saying it seems like everywhere people are like, put him in jail. He should be in jail. And I think it's just because he's black. They just assume he should be in jail. Well, I mean that would fit the quota. I'm sure. I'm sure, given enough time outside of the presidency, he'll end up in jail. You think? But he'll be, he'll be president of the jail. Did you see that? I saw this thing in, uh, in the news where the guy who pulled off that Ponzi scheme, Madoff, he cornered yeah. the fucking market on hot chocolate in his jail. And it like gave him some kind of power inside of the jail because he bought up all of the hot chocolate. Wait, 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 wait. You sent me a link to that, dude. I swear to God, I thought, I just saw it, and I thought it was like the onion or something, so I thought, well, I'll check that later. No. Is that like a real story? It yeah. happened? That's a real story. Believe it or not, that is a real fucking oh story. Oh, God. I wonder what he was trading the hot chocolate for. Exactly. I don't think I want to uh, know. I don't really think I want to know. Who knows, smuggling something in stocks, bonds. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure he was like trading for all everybody who was in jail, like all their 401ks and stuff. They were probably pooling them together to get him <laughs> to get hot chocolate from him. He was using a a, a a shank and some blood to tattoo like stock holdings on people's arms. <laughs> he just started, when you get out, that'll be worth a million dollars. He did like he did in real life, dude. He just started printing out fake fucking stock certificates and sending them to people. Here, here, yeah, he just wrote it on some toilet paper. Here's your that's good for one million shares of Microsoft. <laughs> exactly. This looks a lot like prison toilet paper. <laughs> Can like I that? have your ramen? I'll trade you this one million shares of Microsoft for your ramen. <laughs> when was the last time you had ramen? 
Um, three days ago, three or four days ago. God, dude, I've been craving it, man. Dude, craving I am a big fan of ramen. I I actually have the cup of noodles. You know how you can buy it in the cup. Here's the retarded shit about that. The cup of noodles is a sucker's game, and I'm going to tell you why. Because you can't microwave the water in the fucking cup. You have to microwave the water, then pour it into the cup. Wow. Pretty annoying, eh? Absolutely. I remember when I worked in an office that had uh, had a water cooler that had, like, the cold and the hot. There you go. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. That I would go across the street and I would get the cup of noodles and the, the hot water out of that water cooler was hot enough that it would cook the noodles and I would just it was the fastest cup of noodles I've ever had in my life and I had it probably every day of the goddamn week. And you know awesome. Someone just sent me a link to a story about how the ramen noodles and the ra- it's actually not the ramen noodles. The ramen noodles are bad for you. But the stuff that you put on it, like, has some kind of severely, like, cancer-causing agent in it. Which sucks, because now I'm still going to uh, eat them, and then I'm going to be like, oh, man, I'm eating this, and it's giving me cancer, but oh, well. Tastes too good to stop now. Yeah. I did buy, actually, I bought some ramen noodles, just the noodles, online, that are made from, like, some sort of... Uh, it, it's not typical ramen noodles. They're made out of like wheat germ. Anyway, it's supposed to be healthy. They're real, real noodles. Just the noodles, and you get you get to make your own broth. And I did make a pretty good broth by myself with just some water and like chicken stock and some soy sauce and shit. It was pretty good. But I man, you know, there's just something about the pre-made shit that has its own flavor that can can't be replaced. <laughs> the one thing that they did say about the noodles was that they they. They had some guy eat the noodles or whatever. This is like a doctor's study. And then they had him do one of those pill mm-hmm. endoscopies. Are you familiar with that? Where you, they, you like swallow a pill and it takes pictures of your insides for like six hours or whatever. And Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like eight hours after this guy ate, the noodles were in his stomach and still did not digest. <laughs> so wow. I don't know what that... I, I guess it, that's filling. In a lot of countries, they would say it just keeps you full for like a day or two. Are they sure it's the noodles he had just eaten or the noodles he ate a week ago? It probably turns out it was like 19 years worth of noodles. <laughs> <laughs> they, they Sir, did like, it turns out like, you're completely... He's stuffed with noodles. Yeah, he was like, you know that lady that had like that 200-pound uh, tumor removed? And after she had it removed, she weighed like 100 pounds? He had 19 years worth of uh, worth of ramen noodles removed, and, and he lost like 150 pounds. So I think Jesus it, Christ. on my 600-pound life, that probably needs to be the first thing that they look for. They need to ask people if they've been eating a lot of ramen, a lot of ramen noodles. You know that when they extract a big wad of ramen noodles from somebody's gut, that they just take it right to the microwave. Uh, do you know? I don't even think they have to do that. They just add the broth. I would assume that they're already warm somewhat. <laughs> they just pour the broth in the person's cavity. <laughs> and they eat and right out of it. It's a, if you're Jesus ever going Christ. to the hospital and you see chopsticks on the surgical tray, do not be alarmed. You never know when you're going to get a fresh <laughs> batch of noodles in. Like, if I would have had a surgery last Thursday, they'd have been having some uh, a pretty good meal, a pretty good lunch. 
Plus, chopsticks could probably be used for a lot of things. During surgery, anyway. Imagine how relieved that lady was when they probably, she's like, thinks that she's super fat, and then she just finds out she has like some 150-pound tumor, where she's like, sweet, I don't even have to go on a diet. They just remove the tumor, and I'm all good. Yeah, it's probably better than that, because that person's probably been trying to, like, lose weight right. been on a diet. Now they're like, fuck it. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, you're probably like, I've tried everything. I can't lose the weight. I mean, you almost have to assume that a 150-pound tumor is can- cancerous, but it wasn't. Wow. Was it a, I mean, did it breathe? Did it have thoughts of its own? <laughs> did it protest about being taken out? That's a big <laughs> tumor. It, it just had some hair and a couple of teeth. No big deal. There's a name for that kind of tumor. I can't imagine. If somebody found a tumor in me that had hair and teeth and, like, fingernails, I would, I don't know, what. I'd have to go live in a bell tower and never see society again. I would feel like a freak. As well you should. As well you should. Thank you. I would come visit you in said bell tower, though. I would love to see you pull the ultimate, like, uh, Quasimoto and, like, run around swinging from rope to rope ringing the bells. I think that I think that you could put on a pretty good show as far as that goes. It, I'd try it. It takes some practice. Takes some skill. If you remember that old movie, have you ever seen the old movie, The Hunchback of Notre Dame? I've seen the, some black and white clips, but I've never right. seen it from beginning to end. It's a good movie. It's sad. It's a sad story. There's no doubt. But uh, in the end, I can't. He doesn't get the chick, but he saves the chick's life, which is kind of sad because I don't Wait, even think he, I don't think he even got a hand job out of it. He saved her life and still didn't win the chick. What kind of ungrateful bitch is that? Because he dies saving her life. It's like the super classic tragic story. Ah. Uh. It's like you uh, can't even feel yeah. good. You know what? I think after that they stopped making stories like that and they just moved on to the Disney thing where basically any, nobody has parents, that their parents are always dead, or at least the mom is always dead. Yeah, all, all the dying happens in the first ten minutes. <laughs> right. That way you can leave with a feel-good at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, the feel-good is thank God all the dying's over. Now we can really get into the meaty part of the movie. Which is dancing and singing songs. <laughs> yeah, the good stuff. All the good stuff. Where, If time is money, Rufus, why doesn't everybody have the same amount of money? Uh, I don't know. I don't know, because I'm willing to pay for time. I, I will pay for time in a fucking heartbeat. If, if somebody can do something for me instead of me doing it for me, I will pay them to do it instead of me. So you know, I, I'm willing to pay for time. Just sucks when if it's somebody not else has cost no money effective. Because... Right? Yeah, I don't care. About... It is cost effective. Money is time. I get. I'd rather pay somebody to deliver pizza in my house than me make all the fucking shit myself. There's time involved. And you are a busy, busy guy. I mean, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Too busy for making pizzas. That's for that sure. Way. Oh, shit, dude. It's really weird that we're talking about pizza right now. Uh-oh. Because, check it out. Yeah, I'm getting quiet because yeah, this, is, this is like a serious topic here. Okay. 
So I got the Nicaragua itch again, right? We haven't been there in a year or so. So I was like, just looking at maybe we'll go over the summer. So I'm looking at real estate for places to rent and stuff. And a listing came up for one of the a pretty good goddamn pizza restaurant right there on the strip in Granada for sale for a ridiculous fucking price. And my, I'm tempted to fucking buy it, but we already have friends there who own two restaurants and they're well established there. They know all the ins and outs and the tricks. And I'm thinking I might contact him and see if he'll want to like go have these on it and buy this fucking pizza joint in Granada, Nicaragua. And where would, happened, would you move back, like, to back to Nicaragua? Uh, I'm not sure. Probably not. Probably not. I don't think so, because I like it here a hell of a lot. But I figure <laughs> it would be like, uh, not an even split, but maybe we would get less of it just to own a share of it. And then we can come whenever the fuck we want. But they've already got two restaurants, and they're managing those, and they can oversee them. And, of course, that would earn them a greater percentage. But it's... I, this was like 20 minutes before the show. So there's been no thought process at all. But uh, I'm impulsive that way. My guess is if they already have two restaurants, the last thing they want is another fucking restaurant. Well, gee, thanks for the support. Hey, I'm Fuck. being realistic. Now, if it was a taco stand, that would be one thing, dude. But... Uh, a pizza restaurant in Nicaragua? I don't know. I don't know. Where? I mean, where are you going to get the kind of dog that you need to put on said pizza? Are you also going to buy a share of a humane <laughs> oh shelter? Dude, stray dogs are a dime a dozen in Nicaragua. You just open the door and there's lunch. Oh, my God. Your little guy was almost a stray in a foreign country, but he was he was miraculously saved for a price, obviously. Yeah, yeah, he was safe for a price, and then we got him to Arkansas, and he ran away never to be seen again. This part of the show is brought to you by Snickers, the one and only. I don't know if that's their saying, but uh, it's it's going to be a one and only right now until I get into the second Snickers. You know what I got going on, Rufus? The other day, I couldn't hmm. wait to take a bite of pizza, right? And so I took a bite of pizza yes. and I scalded the top of my mouth. Sure. So now I've got like that every mouth pain right behind my two front teeth that make it basically impossible to eat anything. And I was thinking, maybe we need to invite, eat, invent a diet like that where you just like stick a hot spoon or something to like the roof of your mouth so you can't eat for a week. You can only drink liquids. What do you think? Are we on to something? I think we are in something, yeah. So it's it's, it's a device. Well, I guess it's more like a how-to ebook. You take no, the you're right. We have to put it on a hot skillet. No, no, we have to sell a device. We have to be able to have an infomercial if we're going to make it fly. <laughs> uh, it's got to have a it's got to have an accompanying app too. So maybe it's like a spoon with a USB cord. <laughs> there you go. Your phone, right. And that heats that heats it up. And then you can, you put it in your mouth, and while you're in excruciating pain, you can watch the temperature go up on your phone app. Oh, and you can just like try to build it up as, hard, as high as you can. And then we'll have an online community to see who can get their mouth <laughs> like burnt the most. People can post pictures, pictures of themselves in, uh, in the ER. 
It's a yeah. There's like a leaderboard for like the top burners, and they earn like virtual prizes and shit. But there's also a leaderboard for the people who are losing the most weight, right? Because it is a weight loss thing. Yeah. So I, I imagine the uh, the winners in this contest would be super thin and look hot, but have extremely disfigured faces and give it's extremely cool. poor blowjobs. Yeah, well, I don't know. It depends on how deep they put that that hot spoon because, you know, if they're numb all the way down, then you can really go to town. Build up a pretty serious amount of scar tissue back there. Yeah, which is lumpy and bumpy. And it's, it's oh, like my gosh. We've just admitted a new genre of porn, I think. <laughs> yes, internal scar tissue. Porn. Right, strep throat porn, you know. It's like where your glands are swollen so bad that it it's like you've been doing Kegel exercises with your throat. <laughs> hey, speaking of strep throat, not anything else we've been discussing. How's your uh, wife? She has strep throat. She's better. She Well, you know what? She's not better, really. She's still really tired and stuff. I mean, I'm telling you, she works with kids cuz she works at a school, right? And she's always she's like these kids yeah. are always sick. She's like Parents don't stay home with their kids. Unfortunately, you know, a lot of a lot of parents have to work and can't afford to take a couple of days off, so they just send their yep. their kids to school sick, like every day. She's like, some of these kids have been sick since yep. the beginning of the year. I mean, that, I mean, as sad as that sounds, God. it's true. I believe it. I believe it. I don't know. My wife comes home like with a sob story about school, like every day, where I'm like. Jesus, I'm glad we don't run a foster home or something because we would adopt like every fucking troubled kid out there, probably. <laughs> it sounds like when my wife goes to the uh, the dog shelter. Well, that's what I was going to say. Home with Fifteen dogs. We've already got literally, dude. Luckily, we live out in the middle of the country because I mean we have a neighborhood, but we we live on a couple acres in our neighborhood. But we have yeah. like there's like six cats that live outside of our house. They just kind of oh, yeah. hang around, and we got them all fixed. You know what I mean? We're trying to do the right thing, but like every year, another fucking cat shows up, and we're just such suckers that you know we just we just gotta make the cat our own, I guess. My neighbor guy, he has no trouble like grabbing a cat and taking it to the fucking pound. But really, I mean, he's kind of a sucker too because they they actually have a lot of strays that end up living at their <laughs> house. But you yeah, don't really think expensive. of cats being in pounds, but you're right. There are cats in pounds. Yeah, I've and seen them. it's sad because no one adopts a cat from the pound for some reason. It's sad. You know what, dude? When we're super-duper billionaires, I'm definitely going to pay to put up as many no-kill shelters as I can. Amen. Because I hate that idea. Those commercials kill me. Those, You know what? Those commercials and the commercial for St. Jude's can like put me like in the worst mood ever. You ever see those St. Jude's commercials? I always give money to St. Jude's. Every time I see a commercial, like for St. Jude's, I end up like getting on the phone and giving a hundred dollars. Like I can't stand to watch it. It yeah. makes me so sad. <clears throat> no, I, I totally get. It. Even the ones like the latest St. Jude's commercials, they always try to make them uplifting. Like they put the kids in them that are happy and like thank you for what you've done for me and and that kind of thing. But. It has the effect, you know. It's 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 different than the dog commercials where they show the dogs, <laughs> right? Where the, the dogs all sad, beat the hell and starve for a month. The other kids are like happy, 
but they have like no arms or legs or you can tell they're going through some serious shit and so that makes you want to be like i'm gonna give my life savings to this fucking place right now but you're right yeah they're they're tear jerkers they are i'm the worst sucker ever i guess because i fall for all those commercials I mean, the guy, the one that starts, it goes, hope happens here. As soon as it comes on, I just start dialing to give money. I'm like, yeah, I got to give some money right now. I feel guilty. <laughs> you get them on speed dial. I do. They call me. That's how, that's how what it's turned into. They send me a letter, and then they call me like two days later. They're like, did you get the letter we sent about the sick kid? We just wanted to follow up <laughs> with you. They call you before they even air the commercial. They're like, hey, wait, before we air this commercial, let's call ZigZag. Right, let's call ZigZag because we know he'll even send money after we show the commercial, too. Let's just tell him first and get some money. Then after he sees the commercial, he'll call in with more money. That's right. So are we going to do this trailer thing or what? In a world where movie trailers exist, ZigZag and Rufus review them. Three, two, one, play. It's a winner, it says. Whoa. Oh, I see titties. Yeah. There you go. So it's already got one uh, one thumbs up. Oop, now that she started talking, it gets a thumbs down. Look at that guy. <laughs> Is he half cow? I don't know. He's half cow. They did show cows. Uh, Uncorked entertainment. Oh, man. Teenagers in a van. You know it's going to be good. I'm going to go ahead and say flop. Ooh. Hey, don't judge a book by its cover. Good lord. Oh my god. It's a modern day... It's a modern day Footloose, I'm guessing. It's supposed to be a horror movie. Well, it's a... It's a modern... It's like every genre mixed together. What? They were just dancing. Slasher horror. Oh no! Don't do it, Dad. You know. Oh my God, he disappeared. It's you know an orgy a of the iconic kind. Things are not going to be good. Ooh, there it was. <laughs> so the dude has a pitchfork for him. <laughs> oh my god. What does that happen? Was that Edward Scissor's hands? I think it's Anthony Hopkins. This is an Oscar winning performance. <laughs> How many times did they rewrite the script while they were shooting this movie? Uh, they probably wrote the script while they were uh, they filming almost this movie. had to. So it's, look at this guy, dude! Wait a wait a minute! <laughs> it's like 
it's a mix between Leatherface. This this whole movie was like Footloose meets uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre meets Edward Scissorhands meets uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Was it not? Yeah, it was. It was the perfect mix of all the best movies in the world. This movie is a flop. This movie shall flop. Who? I, I'm going to go even farther out on a limb and say whoever made that movie will never work in Hollywood again. <laughs> you know, I'll go out on a limb and say I don't even think they're working in Hollywood. They, I think <laughs> they made that with their buddies in some trailer park in Indiana. I I would have to say you're probably right about that. It had it had every like every sensibility of a trailer park. A chick in a half shirt with uh, cut off jeans on, like hanging around after dark. I mean, that's every trailer park that I've ever lived in. That's for sure. It's yeah, pretty cool. Pitchfork is a hand, though. I'm almost thinking that we go out on a limb here, and now we watch the trailer to Arbor Demon, which came on next. Oh, did it come on next? Hang on a second. It came on next on mine. Arbor Demon. All right, we'll do one more. So, what? what, Well, I forgot to ask you. What's your consensus on Pitchfork? What do you think? Flip or flop? Um. Well, I know. Well, I guess first of all, what does flip mean? I know what flop means. I don't know. Flip Flip is be like it's flipping good. I guess I don't know. I was just thinking that myself. What does it mean? Uh, I will have to say flop, but that's my prediction is, is flop. Although I have to say, do you think that there's a chance that it could be like so bad that it becomes like a cult classic? No, does it have, no, I absolutely, you're right. I don't either. The country, the country dancing kind of lost me. When is that due to come out so we can follow up? I don't even know if it ever said, did it say? Uh, the sad part is, no, it probably like already came out, and no one even noticed that it came out. Sort of like you in college, when you came out, and no one even noticed. Well, the next trailer that came up for me is not Arbor, it's uh, Clinical, which is another horror movie. Alright, well, let me, I'll Google Clinical, but, and uh, we'll watch Clinical. It has... It has Netflix attached to it, so yeah, it I might actually that. be clinical good. Netflix. Are we talking the official trailer HD or the just the clinical official trailer by Trailer Trailers World? Uh, the one I have is still from New Trailer Buzz, Clinical Trailer 2017 Netflix horror movie. Well, it's probably the same one, I'm guessing. All right. Uh, let's see. Maybe we'll watch two same trailers. Maybe we'll watch two different ones. Uh, counter down, Roof. Three, two, one, go. This uh, server contains footage that may not suitable be suitable for, for all audience. audiences. Sounds awesome already. Oh, no. She looks stressed out. Yeah, she looks hot, though. I like that look in a, in a lady of older age. Oops. Oh, creepy kid. Little creepy kid stabbed daddy 50,000 times. No, she had her first period. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is a always commercial for tampons. 
Tampons Jr. Oh no. Oh no. Doesn't bode well. They're sitting in a darkened Don't room. Don't ever take on a post trauma patient. And never move into a multi story house in the woods. With a drifter. <laughs> With a drifter. Don't take in a drifter. There's. There's your first thing not to do. That never happens on the Hallmark Channel. People do not take in drifters. <laughs> That's right. And when somebody has cuts all over the face and they won't look you in the eye and they're rocking back and forth, uh, get away from them. Yeah, don't let them move in with you and your 10-year-old daughter. <laughs> no, it's a drifter with cuts on his face who won't look me in the eye. Come on in. Come on in. Looks like you just got out of a bar fight. <laughs> That you started. Oh my god, does she stab? Does the little girl drab, stab the, the drifter? Is that the deal? Oh, shit. I don't know what's going on. She's doing some stabbing. The little girl was looked like she was going to stab mom. Huh? I don't um, know. That one looks January little... 13th. So that this movie already came out. We haven't seen it. We don't know anything about it. I'm saying that... In its first two weeks at the box office, it has brought in less than one hundred thousand uh, dollars. I'm sure the concession stand made more money than the movie. <laughs> I bet the parking, the parking costs more money than the movie to make, and that it will, that it will collect. <laughs> I think the babysitters that were paid to watch kids while people went to go see the movie were paid more than the movie made. All right, we called that one a failure. I'm calling that one a failure. Are you going to say failure, pile? I'll call it a flop. It it looks better than Pitchfork for sure, but still, kind of. See, I I'm going to try too hard to look creepy. I'm going to have to go ahead and and I think we're going to disagree on that because Pitchfork. I think I would rather see Pitchfork. It looks like there was going to be tits in Pitchfork. There was the element of like the slasher part of it. This clinical was going to be too... It seemed too clinical to me. Well, don't don't get me wrong. I didn't say what I would prefer to see. I'd definitely like to watch Pitchfork. I'm just saying in the, in the overall big picture of the entertainment industrial complex, I think uh, Pitchfork is going to tank worse. But, right. uh, yeah, I'll watch it and, and, and pitch my fork to it, if you know what I mean. Oh, I know. You're going to wait for it to come out on the home version so you can pitch your fork two or three times to it. And, and That's right. the sad part about that whole thing is that you're going to pitch your fork to the guy in the fucking cow mask. <laughs> that's hey, man, the there's nothing sexier part. than a dude in a cow mask with a pitchfork. There's for a, that's a, a whole other genre of porn that uh, we haven't been introduced to. All right, I'm looking, up the, I'm looking up the clinical box office here, and it made so little money... That it's not even on the list. And let me put it to you this way. One of the movies on the list called The Battle of Algiers brought in $248. What? Yeah. So clinical. Wow. Uh, unless I missed it, but I'm looking. I'm not seeing it here. Well, it's a Netflix a lot movie, of movies so I don't think I never heard of. 
Wow. Maybe it just went... Can you say coming out whenever and just go right to video, I guess? it's That's the same as a release date. Yeah, I get, I'm not sure how that all works now that, you know, Netflix can make their own shit and so can Amazon and there's no, like, you know, theatrical release or whatever. Would you go see that Sully movie? Maybe. Did you want to see that at all? Uh, I'm interested in the story enough to read the Wikipedia page about it, but I would never go sit through two hours plus to watch it happen. I mean, I, I like the story. I get, you know, it's pretty awesome what that dude did, but I don't need to see, I don't see what the movie can do differently than just reading about it in the news. Right. Offer me. Well, I, I think you find out that he was drunk. I think that's what it really comes down to. Which makes it a great... That's a great part of the movie. Here, You know what? Here I'm reading through these movie titles. Here's a great... Uh, there, I see two that could be potential porno names right now. One is called The Handmaiden. If that's not a handjob <laughs> compilation video, I've never even fucking heard of a great name for one. And the other one is Real, Railroad Tigers. Which to me sounds like uh, probably some kind of porn made in Bangkok. Railroad Tigers. Yeah. The porn version would be Railroad Cougars. Oh. Getting it out of the Cougars. You know, I'm sad because if you Google Cougar porn, it's not like Cougar porn for me and you because it's like chicks our age. I mean, you know. Yeah. I have a real problem. But at least for the most part, it's not. It's not. Chicks our age that actually look like any chicks our age that we know. Right. This is true. You're you're very true. You know what? That's the whole deal. There is not like there needs to be like what uh, like a mid quality amateur porn, right? That is like a real looking amateur looking lady in a porn, because really it's like either a really hot chick that you you know there's no way that she's an amateur. Or like a really ugly, right. like toothless chick that is obviously an amateur and is sucking dick for crack. And you would think there would be. I mean, with the proliferation of just technology these days, surely anybody who has access to anyone could make a mid-quality amateur porn. At least somebody in Nevada where like there's brothels and shit where you could just go and yeah, film but those chicks aren't doing. amateurs. You know well, what? No, but like, here's my the, deal. If there's the a filming person, of it would be. If there's a third person in the room holding the camera, it's not an amateur porn. It's no. a regular fucking porn. Unless your dad does not know how to operate the camera. That's true. Doesn't count if there's a third person in the room operating the camera and the other two people don't know that you're there. That's different. That <laughs> That's is amateur right. porn. Or or if the third person's in the closet filming through a hole in the door. Right, that's that could be considered amateur, but you just never get, you can never get the money shot. <laughs> you never see the money shot on those. How annoying is it to watch like a trailer for a porno and not get the money shot? Have you ever wasted like five minutes watching a porn and then there's like no money shot? Yeah, they get to the end or right at the point, <laughs> then they're like, visit blah 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 dot com to see how things end or. I've seen them. There's a more frustrating thing than that where you watch like the porn and then they like 
just cut to like the cleanup of the fucking man milk. We're like, okay, well, we'll get you all cleaned up now. And you're like, what? <laughs> there's no money I'm surprised shot. That there's, I mean, there's, there's a lot of POV stuff, but I'm surprised that there's no, not more or any that I've seen any like GoPro porn where the guy's got like a GoPro on his unit. Oh my god. one strapped to her forehead. Penetration porn. Where a guy just puts a small... Yeah. Ugh. There will be. Oh, there will be, Rufus. That's the scary part. God bless him. God <laughs> well, there's one where... There's going to be one where you, they actually you can follow the semen, like, up. They're going to strap a little tiny GoPro onto a couple of semen, and you can watch it swim up to the up into the lady's uterus. <laughs> GoPro nanobots. Yeah, exactly. Directly on the seed. Exactly. You know that that'll be something in the future. Scary thought. Very scary thought. Boy, you are talking an awful lot about porn tonight. What's up with that? I'm just lonely and sad. You know, like <laughs> most people who. Well, I mean, but you waste, lonely waste and sad every week, and you don't talk this much about porn. Yeah, but I'm not normally as sober as I am, so I'm having to confront my demons. Oh, no. Why when you can drink them away? Like I do with eating with Snickers, because, eating Snickers them the way. Because I've run out of beer and I don't want to go in the kitchen to get more and have to deal with my family who's still conscious and awake. You know what you do then? Now just fucking hit your head against the table as hard as you can like ten times. And it'll be just like you had a couple more beers. I'll keep that in mind. Last resort. How did you not end up with enough beers for the movie for the show? What were you thinking? Uh, I thought I would, you know, try to back off a little bit, not lose my mind. I listened to the last show and I got way, way out of control. I don't know what? if you remember, but I was, I flipped my desk over. I was throwing shit around the room. Maybe that, wait, maybe that was after the show. Yeah, that sounds like after you confronted yeah, your family after the show about how... I remember you talking about how that you know that they held you back and you were going to have a talk with them after the show. I guess that's probably what transpired. That's right. That was after the show when I walked out and my wife was like, did you have fun doing the quote-unquote show? And then things went downhill. <laughs> right, and, and she drank the last beer during the show. <laughs> By the way, I drank the last beer. Yeah. No, she drank the, the the third to last beer, but then poured the other two out into the sink just to spite me. You know what? Even the third to last beer, even if she didn't pour the other two out, unacceptable. Unfucking acceptable. Well, two Bud Lights aren't aren't worth anything, so yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, you gotta have like a twelve pack. To feel safe. If I want to sleep at night, there has to be a 12-pack in the wings somewhere. This is true. I do like that peace of mind. Like, even if I I don't plan on drinking the whole 12-pack, I want to know that you it's could there. You so that if I, if I need it. Which you do, obviously, at this point. You don't need it as bad as your, hey, your wife and son need it. 
Let's put it that way. You don't need it as much as your son and wife need you to need it. Or to have it. Yeah. <laughs> they definitely need me to need it. They, they should be willing enablers. Absolutely. It's in their best interest. <laughs> right. If they know what's good for them, they'll enable you. <laughs> if you know what's good for me, you'll let me drink. <laughs> Dude, I, I watched uh, an intervention. You know we talk about intervention once in a while. And it's so sad because these people were enabling this poor lady to basically kill herself. You know, I mean, by enabling, I'm not saying a case of beer or whatever. This chick is like shooting like a thousand dollars worth of fucking dope a day. I mean, how do you, you know, her grandpa was giving her like his whole fucking uh, pension. She'd wasted like 300 grand. I mean, it was fucking insane. It's just amazing that anybody could have a habit that could cost fucking $1,000 a day and feed it. I mean, think about how much trouble people have, like, making money, working full-time jobs. This is someone without a job somehow getting three hundred grand a year. Dude, I've thought about this before. We're about to head into the VIP. I'll try to wrap it up or carry it over, but... I've thought about this before because you see like a person, a guy or a dude or a chick or whatever, and they're like, I spend 600 bucks a day on heroin and they somehow manage to get 600 bucks a day. Yeah. And they're stealing air conditioners or selling bottles or whatever, but they're making 600 bucks a day. And I'm thinking somebody needs to like, you know, drugs aside, put that into like an economics <laughs> lesson book you're exactly right 600 bucks a day well i mean i think it's i would i would drive around stealing air conditioners all fucking day and not doing drugs and be a millionaire and you would be i mean think about it and then eventually you just open up your own shop and go legit you they just call you the air conditioning king a plus air conditioning theft see though I've also seen, like, those uh, interventions where the people... Did you see the one recently where the guy was, like, stealing steaks and trading them to his dealers for drugs? <laughs> they, they would they would call this guy up. The dealer would call... Well, I don't know how it worked. I mean, the guy would call the dealer, right, and be like, Hey, dude, we're about to make a run, okay? And he'd tell him that I want, like, uh, crab legs... And lobster tails and uh, prime rib and shit. And these fucking guys would go and steal that shit from the supermarket and trade it to the fucking dealer for for drugs. Oh, my God. (laughs) I just have to laugh that you could trade a fucking pound of crab legs for fucking crack cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, isn't that somewhat amazing to you at all? It is, yes, hang on, I gotta jot that down. I have to laugh that you can trade a pound of crab's legs. 90 seconds. I mean, it, it, yeah. I to me that is an amazing fucking, that is capitalism right there at its greatest. It is, it is. <laughs> But the one, here's the real deal, is the guy who was doing most of the, well, the, you know, they, like, focus on one guy, and then they, like, every, like, addict has, like, their friend, 
quote unquote like somebody that they do oh, their sure. fucking drugs with. So this guy, as far as I can tell, was bringing nothing to the table. Second, the other guy was doing like all the stealing and stuff, and this guy was just kind of along for the ride, <laughs> like sharing the drug, the drug or the you know the food, <laughs> giving the drug food for the drugs. He didn't even do anything. That I saw. This is, shouldn't they have like a business meeting where they get together and be like, "Look, dude, <laughs> yes, I've been doing quite a bit of stealing lately. You've done no stealing, and yet you've done quite a quite a bit more drugs than myself." Oh, dude, don't even we fool need yourself. To rethink the strategy here. You know it comes to that, but it's not quite as civil. One guy ends up with like a fucking broken hanger in his eyeball because the other guys. <laughs> Dropped a fucking flake of crack cocaine into the toilet somehow. <laughs> Let's continue this in the VIP, Brilliant. folks, and uh, welcome to the VIP. Oh, don't not welcome yet. Yeah, listen to the music first. Jesus Christ. Welcome to the VIP part of the show. Uh, whew, thanks for lasting to the first part of the show. Now you get to the real part of the show that's worth listening to. So, welcome. Welcome to you, Rufus. Welcome, Zigzag. VIP Zigzag. That's right. I'm a whole different person than this end of the show. The first half of the show, I'm like Billy from Easy Rider. The second half, I'm more like Captain America. I concur. Did uh, I watched Easy Rider last night? I just had a hankering to watch Easy Rider. I mean, you know that I used to incessantly. I, I probably watched Easy Rider every day for three or four years. I bet you. And that's on VHS. The last. The last time I saw Easy Rider, I'm not. I'm not kidding. The last Ooh. time I watched Easy Rider was at Roehampton when we were in our twenties, in 1990 something. I feel so sorry for you, dude. That makes me sad. I do, too. That makes me very sad. I want you to watch Easy Rider tonight. You know what? I want you to watch Easy Rider before Friday. Because... I'll do it before Friday. Do you remember Easy Rider at all? Do you remember anything that happened in Easy Rider? Uh... I remember the look of it and the characters and certain like scenes, but in terms of like the overall like story arc and all that crap, no. You know what, dude? I do need to watch it again. I'm insulted by that. I'm insulted. I like to think that I, when I was uh, showing you Easy Rider, I wanted you to learn something. I'm a little disappointed, Rufus. Uh, I, I was hoping that that was going to be a breakthrough point in your life, but. Uh, I guess you can have that same breakthrough in your early 40s. Or what are you, mid-40s now? Early 40s, thank you. But I'll tell you what you did show me that did have a great impact and is why my liver's shot now, is uh, Barfly starring, uh, what's-his-face? I remember watching Barfly at Roehampton and I was like, man, this movie's fucking amazing, where he's just an alcoholic writer. And I was like, that's what I'm going to be, an alcoholic writer. Right, and then you... In about two years, you'll realize that that was the wrong movie to watch and and pan, uh, pan your life about for the last 20 years. And then you'll go back to Easy no, Rider. No, it, th- it, t- it took me 15 years to realize that. Oh, okay. So you came to grips with that already? Good. I'm glad to hear that. 
Because yeah, it, that work movie, in progress. probably the most depressing fucking movie in the world when you get down to it. I I put that up there yeah, with, like, when he was wanting to drink, he was like, he was like that chick that's sucking a dick for two dollars worth of crack money saying that we're partying. <laughs> yeah, that's you right, know what that's I mean? Right. Like we were talking about a few weeks ago where any any crack where it's like, let's party is like code word for sucking a dick for crack money. It's uh I don't know. I don't know where you get that from. Where would you be like, let's shame know, let I, me I shame s- myself on your penis because I'm addicted to drugs. Woo! <laughs> right. I mean, they're like party. Well, I mean, I guess drugs maybe just make you feel that good that you're like sucking a dick for fucking five dollars is awesome. Uh, I think if you're, you're sucking a dick for five bucks, you're not feeling that much. You're kind of everything's turned off. But it's so weird to watch as you do because they don't. When they're on like the crack, I don't the way these people yo-yo. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna stay up all night smoking crack, but to sleep tomorrow I'm going to need to shoot like $300 worth of heroin. And then I'm going to just do it all over again. I can't believe their hearts just don't fucking explode. Dude, I I remember one episode where, I think it was one we talked about recently, where one guy, he was doing a whole bunch of like uppers, like crack, cocaine, what, what the fuck ever, meth. And then he was also doing things to bring him down. So, like, something would get him up, and he's like, oh, i got to bring myself down. That was Sturgill. And he was taking... Uh, it was Sturgill. That's right. And he was taking over-the-counter sleeping pills that I take, too, when I need some help sleeping. And, dude, I take... The dosage is two pills. I take one, and I'm out, like, all motherfucking night and can barely wake up. And I remember he was talking about the same shit, and he, like, down, like, six... Right. And I was like, oh my fucking God. With a pint of whiskey. Poor Sturgill, dude. He was the one person on there, though, that didn't have... I mean, I guess a lot of the people don't have their own self-made tragedies. I mean, most of the people on there are, like, raped when they were kids, it seems like. Yeah. They're all abused in some way. Note to self. I'm trying to, you know, note to self, stop abusing kids. It fucks them up. You don't want that under conscience at all. I know. Let me tell you, it's heavy. Oh, whoops. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> no. What? What are you talking about? What? Wow. Hey, so you sent me a picture of... Uh, I, I, I'm going to shift gears here drastically. You sent me a picture of Italica extra virgin olive oil. <laughs> yes. Did you like that? I did. What were you? What, what are you cooking? What did you cook with it? What's it for? Uh, you know what? It, actually, I bought it for up at my office. You know where I got that at? You're not. I got that at uh, Menards, which is like the same thing as a Lowe's, like a huge chain. Of, really? Yeah, and they, for some reason, they sell fucking food. They like have a serious food section. It's like, it's like a Walmart, but instead of having like all the clothes and shit, they have like tools. And wheelbarrows and shit like that, but they also have like a food section. Do they have? Do they have wheelbarrows instead of carts? <laughs> they could easily. I'll tell you what they don't have is the mini cart. Lately, dude, I'm a big fan of the mini cart. Are you familiar with this cart? I am. 
overall a fan of the minicart, but they always seem to be like a little too low, and I'm always hitting my shins on them. If they could raise up the handlebar or do something, that'd be great. But overall, I approve of the minicart. I'm like talking it. about the cart that's like a it's like a half of a cart. It's a normal like it's as tall as a regular cart. But it's got like a top and a bottom. It's it's a smarter way to make a cart, I think. Yeah, you know, I yeah, get. This is gonna sound I sad. Like I get a cart even if I don't need a cart, just because I want to lean on it. Is that sad? <laughs> I like no, to like. I like to feel like I'm driving a cart, and I also feel like it keeps. It's like a keeps like a buffer zone between you and like somebody else in the aisle. You're like, yeah, the cart's going to stay between us. Don't stand in front of me while I'm, you know. Because in a place like a hardware store, it's like nobody knows what they're looking for. So there'll be that time where there's like six guys standing in the plumbing section, all just like kind of gazing at shit, you know, going, eh, I don't know. Of course, they can't find an employee to help them. But uh, I just like to keep my space from those people. It seems to me like I I experienced two scenarios when I, I go to like Walmart here in town. One is I know what I need, so I don't get a cart, don't get a, a little handheld basket or whatever, and I go to get what I need, and then within 10 minutes, my arms are full <laughs> right, with a bunch of other shit cart. that I didn't know I need. Right. So then I have to go back and get a cart and, and then check out. So then sometimes after an experience like that, I'll be like, fuck it, I'm just getting a cart. And then I get a cart, and I don't get anything else, and I, I walk up to the fucking checkout with a cart, and I've got, like, a pack of screws in it, and I just look like a... Or I feel like a fucking idiot with a whole cart with a no, pack of screws. No, you look like, like a guy... You know what? I, I wouldn't call that an idiot. I would call that a guy that knows that he might need a cart. Because have you ever been, like, done the halfway... You're halfway through the story, and you're like, now we got to get a cart? Let me tell you a little story, Rufus. Me and my oh, yeah. daughter... We're at a Walmart, right? And a lady stole our cart. No fucking lie, what? dude. We were standing in like stole the it. shoe section. Yes. And this lady was standing there and me and my daughter were there with our cart. And we like walked like five feet away to look at something around the edge of the end cap. And this lady stole our fucking cart. I'm not fucking lying to you because she was too lazy to fucking walk back and get a cart probably. And my daughter, to this day, dude, I swear to God, my daughter was like three years old, and she's like, hey, Dad, remember that time that lady stole our cart? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> if I ever fucking see that bitch again, I'll fucking twist her goddamn head off. What, were there things in the cart? Yes, yes, there was one thing in the cart. A bag of cat food. There was a bag of fu- cat food in the cart. Oh, and then, like, dude, listen to this. That? Here's something I saw. It was interesting at Walmart. This is like a new thing that people are doing, I guess. I saw this lady walking oh, through geez. Walmart, right, in her cart, and she's doing her grocery shopping or whatever, and she's got a thing yeah. of grapes, and she's eating the grapes while she's walking through no. Walmart, right? And I said to my wife, I said, dude, I guarantee you that lady's not planning on paying for those grapes. And, my, my, of course, my wife's like, of course not. But so then we're walking down one of the aisles in, in, in like, the fucking pop aisle guess what there is it's that fucking bag of grapes sitting there she just bailed on him in the middle of some fucking aisle 
probably had to go take a Are shit. Are you fucking serious? I am, dude, I am so fucking dead serious, Rufus. I wish I was kidding. Dude, that fucking pit. There's been many a time that I've walked into Walmart and immediately grabbed, like, a drink. And I'll drink it while I'm walking through, and I'll put an empty fucking container on the belt and be like, I drank it, I gotta pay for it. I can't imagine some goddamn fucking idiot douchebag eating grapes and yes. just leaving them somewhere. Dude, like a pound Dead. of fucking grapes, I guarantee it. Yeah, and just left, like, the almost empty bag sitting on a... Just in the middle of some random fucking aisle. I, I, I was just like, what the fuck? I also can't imagine eating grapes after, like, your hands have been all over some nasty-ass right. shopping cart handle. And they're going to take those grapes and put them right back in the fucking grape section. You know, whatever's left. Jesus Christ. You know what? That bitch, I, I hate to say it, I'm going out on a limb. I, I think that bitch probably voted for Trump. I guarantee it. No, unfortunately, she probably voted for Obama. If you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Right, that she was a upper-class white lady. I mean, every, I see people doing it, dude. I don't care who it is. It's like a new fucking thing. I've seen regular people doing it, like, you know, a housewife who's like, I guess I'm not hungry for that anymore, and just throw it back on the fucking shelf. First of all, you know what they should start doing? You know what they're going to have to start doing? They're going to have to start weighing people when they come into the store. They're going to have to go, okay, you got to step on the scale now. You know what I mean? Like at a truck stop when they like weigh a truck or at the at the dump. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, though? They like have to weigh you with your cart when you come in and then weigh you with your cart on the way out to make sure you haven't eaten like nine pounds of fucking grapes while you yeah. were shopping. You gotta grab a, you go, you grab a cart first. You step on an industrial scale and they zero right. it out. Right, exactly. And you better fucking weigh. They tear you. Exactly they call that tearing, right? When you leave. Exactly what I, I'm being dead huh? serious. I'm being dead serious. They're gonna have to start doing that. I think. I would like to be the. I like for us to invest heavily into that. I mean, why not? Now they're gonna do that thing, dude. Have you seen this? Where they're going to put an RFID chip and everything, and you just walk in, get all your shit, and walk out with your shit. And it, like, when yeah, you go through a scanner, idea. right, you, you walk under ago. a scanner, and it, like, fucking checks your card out without... I mean, how many fucking people will that put out of work? I don't know, but I had that idea 15 years ago, and now somebody else is getting rich. Right. Yep. They sure are. And, and think how many people, Dude, every, I mean, now think about Walmart. Then Walmart lays off fucking 20,000 people. They'll get richer. But there'll be nobody to that's, shop. That's Everyone will just have to be on like a government stipend. And the huge corporations will be like, okay, here you go, poor people. Shop at the fucking, you know, company store with your little handout while we amass like huge amounts of wealth that are really worth nothing in the fucking long run. That's that's where the world's headed, dude. No I mean, amount like, of money will like, keep you alive. Being, like explored, automation and artificial intelligence are going to replace everybody. Right? What do they think people are going to do? I mean, honestly, there's only so much work that can be done, right? By I mean, period. And people, when that's all gone, there's just going to be too many fucking people. There's going to be too many products and services and no one that can afford to use them. 
Wow. I don't know. What do you do? What do you do? You can't. You're not going to stop AI and robotics. No, I mean, the utopian scenario is that if robots and AI create everything we fucking need, then we should be able to just live in a utopian society. Right. The problem is that, obviously, that won't happen because there's corporations and... (laughs) They would have to outlaw, like... Everything would have to be legal. You know what I mean? Like, all drugs and shit would have... For a utopian society, you gotta take, like, the criminal element out of it. So, you know, you have to make everything legal and shit. Because otherwise... If people had money for food and everything else, they still would need to get drugs oh, yeah. and, and shit like that. Sure, sure. There could never be a true utopian society, do you think? No, there never will be. There might be from our like point of view, like what we think is a utopian society might exist, but once that exists for a while, people are going to get bored and be like, <laughs> right. well, this utopia fucking sucks. Right. Let's, we need we a, better need a better utopia. utopia. We demand a better utopia. We're going to go to war over a better utopia. <laughs> Holy shit, that's brilliant. Well, I mean, that's kind of what people are demanding now. I mean, just I'm trying to think, right, and I'm a rational person. What... Obama and them did so wrong that they're like they're criminals. I just don't get it. I don't get it how they can be everybody be like the fucking the everything's so fucked up your president ruined the country in the last fucking eight years or whatever. If you look at it, he didn't really. He didn't. Everything's like on an upswing. So I don't know how they say that. Let me let me tell you how to deal with that, dude. And I'm being uh, totally honest. Don't give a shit about it. <laughs> because you know what? I know. Everybody saying that, they're only trying to stir the pot and get a little bit of name recognition. They don't fucking know. It's all fucking political bullshit. You're just right. for self-gratification. Don't fucking worry about it. See, it's the it's sad part your is heart a, and your sanity. Like I was saying, though, the sad part is with that, Rufus, is what drives me nuts is that I see these ladies that are on the front page of my newspaper here and they're going to this march right or whatever and the people have to shit all over that those ladies just can't have their happy little trip i mean it's a picture of them they're holding like you know shit for the trip or whatever they're like excited to go and these people just fucking pile on with their political fucking bullshit that you know give it up you're fucking why are you you won and all this shit i'm like you know what these ladies are going for a march for women dude it's fuck you for think you know telling them what they should do they were like just volunteer with some kids or something you know don't have rights don't do what you want to do that's what you know what it's that exact same thing that made me watch fucking easy rider last night so i need you to watch easy rider because that's what people are doing to people now is what happened to fucking Billy and Captain America and J- and Jack Nicholson in fucking Easy Rider. Dude, dude, dude. Is anyone doing that to you? Are you doing that to anyone? No one's doing it to me. It's That's what fucking makes waves in the news media. It's all fucking bullshit. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, dude, I, I seriously had a revelation like during all this. I... Don't give two fucks what people give a shit about. You hate Trump? 
go do your bullshit against Trump. You like Trump? Do your bullshit for Trump. You know what? Doesn't change the fact at fucking all that I get up and do my job. I do my kick-ass fucking podcast. I listen to some music. I go jog. I, I don't give. I'm not gonna get worked up about any of that fucking shit because it's all partisan and it happens back and forth every just, fucking eight really, or twelve years. What it came down to is I felt sorry for these ladies who just got their. Their asses handed to them by people making comments. The problem with America is the comments section. Now, this could have been a positive story about some chicks going on some fucking sister yaya hood thing. You know what I mean? They're going to talk about the rest of their life. But so what? But people you know got lady. Surely, there's someone like in your direct family you could be, you know, direct that fucking energy toward. I mean, who gets, who gives a fuck? These. <laughs> ladies that want to do their thing and somebody's getting in their way and fuck dude them. so I'm, fucking what i don't know who the fuck they are i i'm just saying that it was rude that they just couldn't be happy for these people going on this fucking road trip it just had to there's just so many fucking internet trolls i guess is what it comes down to so many yeah, fucking internet, internet that's trolls. also helped me i found is i stay off the internet unless it's to do something specific that's gonna make me a goddamn fucking dollar or help the show that's it no more social i don't read news i don't do nothing <laughs> detach De- detach man i dude i w- i would love to trust me trust me i'll be detaching soon <laughs> enough i i detach at least six hours a day if you know what i mean you're right though man the yeah, I, oh, I know what you mean. I wish I could do it six hours a day. <laughs> That's exactly how they want but, me uh, to do, no. Rufus. And I'm doing it. I'm playing right into the stereotype. But it, otherwise, you'll go fucking mad, just like you're saying. You fuck the stereotype. I, I don't think it's a stereotype. I don't either. It's a necessary stereotype. At it this really point. it is. What? It is. And everybody's got their thing of choice, be it alcohol or heroin or crack or marijuana. or uh prescription drugs or scotch you know what i mean uh i mean i'm sure you have actually had scotch it's yeah i was i drank scotch for like a year just because it's (laughs) when beer doesn't do it anymore what you do is you go to scotch so you can get drunk and look sophisticated at the same time and it's okay to have beer and scotch (laughs) together People people think that's normal for some reason, even though it's definitely not. That's right. It's hard to look cool if you're wearing a $10,000 suit and holding a Bud Light. This was like 15 years ago when I was drinking scotch. And uh, I like it on the rocks, by the way, but it has to be in a rocks glass. I mean, if you're going to drink scotch, it has to look like oh. you're doing it on a fucking soap opera. So... Uh, yeah, I would have some lauders. That's a cheap brand of scotch. That, But see, scotch is like that, dude. I don't care if you buy a fucking $200 bottle of scotch or a fucking $9 bottle of scotch. It it tastes the same. It tastes exactly the fucking same. Of course. There, they they no do the difference. same thing with, with wine. Or whiskey, right. Exactly. So, uh, but we have this cat, right? My little cat. Her name's Elsie. How original is that for cat? Her real name is Raja. She was born in Michigan. And uh, Mm. she would drink the scotch, dude, out of my rocks glass. I mean, she would drink scotch. Like, sit there for like two or three minutes, like licking on the ice cube in the scotch. 
And she's still alive. Wow. She's a 17-year-old cat now. Damn. And I wonder, I haven't had scotch in a while, but I just tell my wife the other day, I should get some scotch and see if she would still drink it. Just out of curiosity. Of course she would. You, th- you think so? She loves to drink pop. She drinks pop. This cat has, like, the worst diet ever. Remember when we lived in Texas, that cat was, like, a famous Austin cat. It lived to be 36. And every day for breakfast, it would have scrambled eggs and coffee. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. There's a cat that lived to be 40 now, I saw. How crazy is that? Jesus. I mean... Th- like a, a happy 40 or like a I decrepit mean, fucking... Yeah, I mean, I guess it still gets around. And that cu- that was actually... the That cat was related to the cat that lived to be 36 and had the exact same diet. So these oh. people need to like... Good what genes. they need to do is like find out what a how you mix coffee and eggs and bacon together in the right formula like these people do and sell it as cat food to people. Well, it seems like like every time somebody reaches like a hundred and twelfth year birthday and they interview them, they're like, "What's your secret?" And they're like, "Well, I drink booze every day and <laughs> right. smoke half a pack of cigarettes." It, you know what? You're right. You are so right about this. I saw this. Lady that just turned 115, right? And they said, "Jesus." She, they said, "What's your trick?" And she's like, "Well, I I drink three raw eggs a day." Which, if you would tell someone <laughs> that now, they'd be like, "You're gonna die." You know what I mean? She's like, "I've been drinking it yeah. ever since she was five years old." She would drink three. She had anemia wow. when she was five years old, and now she, the doctor told her to. to eat three raw eggs a day and she'd been doing it for like a hundred and something years amazing the weird part was all the feathers dude she just she had like all these feathers oh and the and the fact that she like scratched in the lawn and <laughs> right well yeah she was a skinny little thing but the tops of her legs were pretty fucking muscular and she had big <laughs> boobs she had nice drumsticks the weirdest thing was that little red thing on the top of her head. It was it was a little unsightly. <laughs> Especially when it got to 250 pounds. It was off-putting. And then when she died, instead of burying her in a casket, they split-roasted her and uh, made a nice spread of fajitas. <laughs> oh, my God. Her funeral was a buffet. It was. It was sponsored by Tyson. Tyson and Pilgrim split her up. <laughs> Oh my god! Turns out they were they were fattening her up for the last one hundred and one years by feeding her three eggs a day to make her nice and tender. (laughs) They were pumped full of antibiotics and hormones, dude. I saw that's why people are are are, uh, resistant to antibiotics now is because there's like most like ninety percent of antibiotics go to to animals in farms that we eat. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's unfortunate, but who you know who that's really unfortunate for, dude, is the people right now you couldn't pay me to eat organic. Because imagine those people that are eating organic, they're probably going to have really weak immune systems eventually. Don't yeah, you think? I would think so. I mean, at least I'm getting supplemented with antibiotics. They should put that on there. You know what? For you. It should be like now with amoxicillin. Like on your pork chops or something, or like on your sausage. <laughs> oh, that's, 
The gravy comes in a syringe. Why? Why not spin that like it's not a fucking like it's a good thing? Be like this. Our food is disease free, and then you're getting a free booster shot. I mean, next time I get sick, dude, there's no way I'm going to the doctor. I'm just gonna get some pork chops that have been pumped up with some kind of antibiotic and let that take care of it. You should, and down a couple of raw eggs. <laughs> well, obviously, dude. I, this is going to sound sad, but I thought about, well, maybe one raw egg a day couldn't hurt you. I was going to do a couple of raw eggs, but uh, Rocky did it. I don't know if you remember Rocky, but he, he did a couple of raw eggs. I just don't think I have the gut yeah, for it. five. I don't think I could no, suck down a raw no, egg. No, no, no. Well, the salmonella will fucking make you sick as fuck. Or would it, like, build up your immune system? I don't know. Yeah, I noticed that uh, other countries don't refrigerate their eggs. And apparently, in America, we wash the eggs. Right. But naturally, eggs come with a protective shell, and the salmonella is on the eggshell. Right. It comes out of the pooper. Right. The salmonella is on the outside of the egg. Yeah, so that's the problem with American eggs. You crack them, and the salmonella gets off the shell into the egg but uh you know if you could do it cleanly you probably could drink it dude i'd pro- i think one time a while back i was with my dad at a doctor's appointment and these people that were like there were like uh doing some kind of research they were research doctors right and the one lady was making small mm-hmm. talk and i had been thinking about this for a while dude you know how when you cut an onion right what is what tell me tell me your process for cutting up an onion rufus Walk me through. Okay, the, you're starting out with getting the onion out of the drawer, out of the bag. Now, what do you do? Yeah. What do you do? I kind of cut around it to peel off the flaky skin parts right, a little right. bit. Yeah. Okay, maybe I rinse it off, and then I cut it in half. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Did you cut the root and the top off of it yet or not? Well, I don't I, no, I've never cut the top off an onion. What do you what do you mean you I'm talking about an onion with like a root ball on it. You know like a, like the bottom part of the onion like with the hair growing out. Oh, no, I've never had an onion like that unless you mean like a you know one of those little wild onions. No, I mean like a regular onion like usually it, it comes it's got like a little bit of that dried up root on it on the end of it. How many onions did you cut at fucking uh what do you call it? In Delaware. Well, no, 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 no. I cut up to... I don't cut that off and then continue. I continue and just stop at that. So I I cut it in half with a little root thing and all. Right. And then dice it up to that point and throw that, throw that away. I don't cut it right. off first. Okay, all right. Because I use it like a handle because I know I'm going to throw it away. Now, do you do this all on the same plate or not? Uh, Yeah, usually. Right. Okay. So You're here's the point of my happening? story. The lady's talking about how they've been researching for like 30 years why raw onions continually make people sick. Right? Not cooked onions, but okay. raw onions. Like most, it's like a well-known fact, I guess, that raw onions make people sick. And I said to the lady, "I'll tell you my personal theory why is because if you've ever cut up an onion, you take the onion out of the bag." You put it down on your cutting board or your plate or whatever, and you cut it, and you peel the fucking shit off of it, right? 
Then you yeah. throw that shit out and you put the fucking onion that was in the wrapper back on the fucking plate where the dirty peel just was. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, no, my uh, my onion never touches a plate until it's peeled and washed. You don't think there's any dirt left in that little root ball that you let it hold together? No, I, I totally, I, I wash it. Well, I mean, I don't know. I haven't been sick since like 1998, and I eat plenty of raw onions. I'm just saying. I mean, I think you're right, but the... It's like a, like a restaurant hazard is what they consider it. Like that, like people that oh, yeah. eat out get Absolutely. sick. And I'm I'm talking about if you work in a restaurant and I know there's Mexican guys in the back or like me I mean how many onions did we cut? I would fucking cut the onion on the cutting board. I don't care if the fucking onion was dirty or not. I never rinsed off the onion first. I mean the onion comes in its own wrapper. You know what I'm talking about? Well, yeah, but I was making shit for other people, not me. That's what I'm talking about. So I'm I'm basically <laughs> saying. I probably just cracked the fucking case for that lady because she's probably never worked in a fucking <laughs> kitchen. And I said it's because they're cutting the ah. fucking onion on the dirty fucking board that they had the dirty onion on before they peeled it with the you know and using the same knife, so that all that shit is contaminated. Good point. You're right. You're right. Good point. Okay, I I totally approached that from the wrong point of view. God damn it again. I just, I mean, I think I blew the lady's mind. I think that never even fucking crossed her mind. She probably got some fucking research grant for a million dollars after that, and I was just making fucking small talk because I could see her underwear had flowers on it. How could you see this? It was worth seeing. She was a, uh, well, you know how they wear their scrubs, obviously. Yes. So you could, ba- I'm not going to lie, you could basically see right through the scrubs. Honest to God. Oh my. Yeah. In like the nicer hospitals, Rufus, I've noticed that they, the nurses all wear scrubs and have hard bodies. I've noticed the hard bodies for sure, but I have, I'll have to pay attention to the scrubs. Well, I mean, think time. about it, dude. I'm unfortunately in a hospital. They got like the low V cut neck on them. So anytime like a nurse bends over, obviously her, you can see her jugs. <laughs> Maybe that's why the last time I that's had my it. blood pressure checked. Right, dude. You're probably not nurse. even sick. <laughs> and if you're in really bad shape, it gives you like that little extra will to live. Just what she you did needed put the blood when... pressure cuff on my penis. <laughs> it happens. It happens. It's a mistake. Common mistake. I'm sure if when you your looked penis on Reddit, is as big as your forearm. I saw like this thing on Reddit or once where it was like people talking about the weirdest places they ever hooked up, and a couple of the dudes were saying that they got hand jobs in the fucking hospital, and I'm thinking, what fucking liars. There's just no fucking way. Do yeah, you believe? Liars. Do you believe that story? I mean, no. honestly, I do not. No, I don't. <laughs> but I mean, it had to happen once, don't you think? Maybe. I just don't think so. I don't think. Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know. Surely it's happened to someone. I mean, there's infinite possibilities in the universe. It's happened. I don't know if it's happened enough times that it would find its way on reddit i think if it did Ex- that people would purposely be putting themselves in the hospital in the effort in the hopes of getting a fucking hand job from a nurse 
in like the one in a million I shot would. that that is. I, I'd scope out the hospital first and be like, checking out what kind of nurses they have. Well, like, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm having a heart attack now that I checked you guys out. Well, this one, see, the one I know is total bullshit because the kid, I don't, he was acting like he was like 16, right? And that he broke both his arms or his thumbs or something and he was in the hospital. And it wasn't trying to be funny, but supposedly like some matronly uh, nurse gave him a hand job. Like some big fat old lady. Then I was like, well, maybe that's the one to believe. That almost seems more realistic than some dude's like, yeah, and the hottest nurse came and she fucking jacked my meat for me because I broke my thumbs. You know, it's probably more likely that some super fat, ugly old lady would like be like, sure, I guess I'll jack you off. But she's a nurse. She can jack off every dude in the hospital. Maybe she Why does. Do Remember, there's those those uh, angels in Tokyo or wherever that go around jacking off those guys that that have uh, birth defects. How depressing is it for a nurse when you get to jack off some dude surprisingly, and he's like, "No, please don't." <laughs> oh my god! No, How you. humiliating. <laughs> Any guy who has mysteriously died in the hospital, that's probably what happened. Please don't touch my meat. Has said no one ever. It's the one thing I it's the one thing I have left. Please don't defile it with your trustness. I have my dignity and my meat left, and if you touch my meat, I'll have neither. All right, zigzag. I gotta run. I gotta piss like a racehorse, man. That's the way every show ends. I think it is. It is. It's that's like you're. That's like you playing music to end up in the Oscars. That's that's my sign off for Friday's show. I'm gonna Whatever. end the show, and you're gonna be like, "What? What a dick!" Just like I am every time you end the show. <laughs> just so you know, I challenge. Hey, I challenge each of us on Friday's show. We're each gonna swallow a raw egg. Oh my god. Yes, yes, I can do that. You know what? I still have my oysters here, too, just so you know. That made me gag a little bit when you said that. Why? did you? We were going to eat oysters on the show, if you recall correctly. I know, I forgot. Yeah, I got them right here. I can, I can still see them. They're still sitting in the same spot they were from the night we were supposed to do it. Terrible. Okay. All right. I got to run, dude. All right, talk to you Friday's show, then. Until then, been an awesome tuesday and we will catch you guys friday evening eight central rufus is it it's seven central eight time damn it i'm never gonna get that right all right folks we'll see you then until uh, why don't you listen to some beer is food oh sweet
Hypersloth. Uh, that was our song circa 1996. Yep. Beer was food then. Beer is still food now. But uh, check it out. This one's about something a little deeper. This one is about weed. It's the farmer song from Hypersloth.
thumb is green And I'll never stop, oh no Because a farming is my, my, my dream Yeah, I am a farmer And that's what I do best Farming is my pride and joy My hope to wear my breath Yeah, I am a farmer That's what I do best Farming is my pride and joy My hope to wear the farmer song <clears throat> at some point we are going to edit that down to four minutes and 20 seconds because uh our first song that we ever wrote uh internet love song 1996 again when the sloth was in its uh, heyday its first peak we're in the second peak now but uh this is the internet love song yes the internet was in its infancy and we wrote the first song about dating online before it even fucking existed so check it Oh, yeah. 
sitting at my keyboard with my custom-made golden spike ears on, transmitting the groove. I send her a picture of me composed out of commas and silicones, and she likes what she sees. Of course she does. Surfing the net on a mission of love. I'm checking out the chat rooms for a virtual dove. Typing so fast, my fingers on fire. Sending out the goods through a fiber optic wire. Oh. I take it to my private chat room, my hypertext pad. We began discussing Star Trek trivia. I find out she knows her shit. She knows the Kirk from the Picard. So we get on down to the nasty. Surfing the net on a mission of love. Checking out the chat rooms for a virtual dove. Typing so fast, my fingers on fire. Sending out the goods through a fiber optic wire. are smoking as I open up her file. Oh, my fingers are smoking and I upload my goods. Goodbye.
than the weed Might not get you high, but your belly it will feed If you're hungry, you need a hearty meal Yo, fried eggs and ham, bitch, uh, is a real deal Saliva flowing, my stomach knowing I'm soon to be stowing some Fried eggs and ham, bitch, it does a body good I be tracking it down everywhere like a member foot I do it buffet style, I'm a breakfast food of file Stacking up the plates like I'm Julia Child I eat it on the East Coast, eat it on the West Coast I have it down south with a biscuit on toast Fried eggs and ham, bitch turn the mic back on there hey thanks for joining us uh on tonight's show from the zigzag zigzag from the hypersoft happy hour yeah i'm a little i had a little couple one hits tonight but uh we will check you out saturday seven eastern seven central eight eastern jesus i will get that right eventually so come back check it out we'll have a winner for our online contest that night too could be you so we'll talk to you later Thanks for listening to Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus.